11 to 1 on LMFM. Oh, it's fantastic. The hope that hope will give. Sean Matthews featuring Andrea Delaney there. Sean, you're very welcome back to 11 to 1. How are you doing? I'm great, Sinead. Firstly, oh my God, I'm my, I'm smiling here from ear to ear listening to that song. Another fantastic single, The Hope That Hope Will Give. Uh, I think it is the song we need now. It's just so uplifting. Tell me about the inspiration behind this because it's all very much, you know, it's looking to the future with hope, but it is kind of taking a look back as well at nostalgia and all that, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's got to do, it, it, the, it, I'm working on, I'm about to release an album called Welcome to Ballsgrove and the, uh, the album has a theme where it's kind of neighbourly, neighbourly love, you could say, neighbourly influence. And uh, that song, when I started writing it, became it became part of the picture of, of the whole project. And then the more the song developed, the more I realised it had this uplifting theme as well. So it was a happy coincidence that the coincidence that the two appeared to be in 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 agreement with each other. You could say, so, yeah. It ended up with this great piece, and then I suppose the the cherry on top was Andrea's influence, which was huge. Yeah, it's it's a really lovely duet there between the two of you when she comes in in it as well. Now, my heart melted even more this morning because I saw a video of you singing this to your twin daughters, and I was like, oh my god! They obviously calm down when they uh, when you start singing. They you're, you've got magic there with the calm them down as well, do you? Yeah, it's a grand excuse to practice. <laughs> how are things going how is fatherhood treating you and, and juggling music and everything else that you're doing it's been great it's been great it, it took a while probably longer than most for me to really get into the routine of it and um, but I have and it's great it's been very very enjoyable and I'd say nobody sees themselves as being a parent you know when you start off the journey but all of a sudden slowly but surely you feel very comfortable and like you're okay with everything as in, you know, changing nappies and <laughs> crying and all that. Yeah, no, no no, better man. And you looked completely at ease there in that video, that's for sure. Uh, now you had a secret outdoor gig recently, which went extremely well. It must have felt good to perform outside with a live audience. Was that good? That was, you know, that that's made kind of the next, the, the, this album, Welcome to Ballsgrove, it's made it have real substance because... In the build-up to the secret gig, uh, we done we done some interviews. We're recording a mini documentary about the area uh, as part of the project. And you know, actually, I'd like to appeal to anybody who wants to take part or would have stories or anything to get in touch with me through my website. Yeah, tell uh, me about Sean. this now because I did see something there that you are working on a project that is to do with churches. Is this tying into this as well? And that's, a, that's a that's a separate that's a separate project I'm okay. working on in parallel, and and uh, this project is is got to do with the album and got to do with the, I suppose you could say one of the one of the most one of the driving forces with the album is that there there's always this sense when you grow in a, grow up in a housing estate at the edge of a regional town, there's a sense of anonymity about you. You'd, you you know you're from a town but you don't feel exactly in the town. And I think there's probably over a million people like that in Ireland. And I've always felt that their world has been underrepresented. And so this project is speaking about that, speaking about being on the, on the, in the frontier, you could say, between urban and rural life. I mean, one of the things 
one of the things that uh, we were interviewing one guy and we had this question, do you have any recurring dreams? And he said, no. He said, but I woke up one morning and I thought I was dreaming because there was cows all over the green in the middle of the house. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just that idea that you're only a field away from, from rural life as well as urban life. It's quite unique. It is. So you're looking for people's stories about growing up in, in this area in Drogheda, is it? Yeah, in the Bosworth area of Drogheda and and uh, the experience of growing up there and anything they think would be humorous or, or interesting, I'd be up for, for listening to them, yeah. Fantastic. So they can uh, get in touch with you through your Facebook and your website as well. But let's go back. Take me back to where it all began for you. How did you get into folk music? Was this something that was played a lot in your house or how did you get into it? Oh, no, I don't really have a musical background. I was straightforward. I suppose it's a product of my environment in that there wasn't much musical influence in, in Bosgrove growing up. I mean, there was... There was your normal top of the pops mm. uh, push, and and you played Oasis just before we came up. I, I mean, did. They, would have been, they, they were a big part of uh, they were a big part of of my musical influences. And I suppose what happened was, as I got a little bit older, I, I started to realise that um, pretty much everybody that gets into things they don't really have this lineage all the time, you know, and that's okay if you don't have that lineage. So. I started to experiment with different types of music probably about 10 years ago. And then unaccompanied singing started to come in, into my into my consciousness then. And then I, I ended up taking a break where I took a break from music altogether because I, was, I, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And I took a four or five year break and I ended up playing competitive basketball and then I played competitive GAA. But then uh, when the first flag came back to Drogheda, I started to, I started to really get into unaccompanied singing. And it was the Drogheda traditional singers. I'd say it was them who, they really made me love music again, you know. They uh, nudged that, you back into it. That's fantastic. Yeah. And I'm looking here, there's a couple of messages coming in for you, Sean. What a lovely song by Sean Matthews. I have goosebumps here, says one message here. Uh, lovely song, full of emotion. Well done, Sean, says another. So people are really uh, on board with what you're doing, which is great. And it's it's fantastic that you're you're getting back into it. Now, I mentioned you know, in the opening, I, yeah? Sorry, sorry. I've got to mention, you know, when it comes to praise from people, I mean, I've had praise from... Uh, Christy Moore, um, Pete St. John, and even our own SJ McCardle. People like that have singled out some of my songs for praise, which has been amazing. So the past 12 months, I've been building this small, but really, really loyal group of people who, who, are, who are texting there. And I'd just like to thank them. Oh, and like, when you get some praise from the likes of these people, are you just like, is it kind of a pinch me moment? Are you going, oh my God, they're talking about me? Or how do you react the whole imposter syndrome, I think. Yeah, oh, listen, I know it well. I know it well. But it's so deserved, it really is. Now, I mentioned in the opening that you recorded your debut album in a 300-year-old Martello Tower. That is not something that most musicians can say they've done. Uh, tell me about this. Why a Martello Tower? It's Bethany Hulhan produced my first album and he's producing this next album. And Bethany has a, um, he's a devotion to spaces to really good spaces. And we've continued that with the second album where we recorded in Jared's Church, which is the deconsecrated church in in Mary Street in Drogheda, a beautiful old Church of Ireland church. And um, we've been recording there and 
staff there and Michael, they've been extremely supportive of the arts there. And um, so we've continued. We've always, I've always followed Brafney's lead when it comes to using spaces. So originally, Millman's was it was in the picture, and then when I when I started singing in there, I mean, if anybody who's ever been in there will know the walls are about four foot thick. So you get this lovely chorus, and it's um, it was a brilliant experience. And the old draw the society were equally as supportive of the arts there. But on this project now, we're in Jared's church, and it's. They, they have an old organ there and it sounds beautiful. It's just been tuned and 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 uh, it's perfect. And uh, we've been walking away there and probably the best part of Jared's church is it has, it has a, a very much mod cons in there as well. So yeah. it's been a comfortable experience as well as everything else. That's fantastic. So you, you like to kind of explore these unique places to get the sound. Now, you know, we're, we're bringing it back to home now, though, because you're featuring this week in the brilliant Solo at Home series in association with Dreyhead Art Centre. This is, I've just really loved this project every week. It's just lovely. Is home where you write all your songs or do you like to sort of leave the songwriting to somewhere else or how does it work? Home. Is always the place home, home, and the the car. You, you know the old voice memos in the car. Where yeah. you're, <laughs> those those two places. I have to say that series has been a, a privilege to take part in because when I see some of the names there, yeah, it's it's an absolute thrill to be there. And and um, I, I, I so many. I don't want to name them all, but I just like to thank the Great Art Centre and Ashley McCabe for for asking me to take part. It is. It's a great series. I'm going to miss it every week, but maybe there might be another one. You can catch all of this, by the way, on Drihad Art Centre's YouTube channel. So you were hoping to release this next album. Do you have a date? Are you? you do you even want to tell me about a date for that yet? We're we're going to have a single out in August. Another single, and that's as far as that's as far as the road goes at the moment. <laughs> okay. And what about any more uh, secret gigs? You know, can you tell? Look, I won't tell anybody if there is one. <laughs> August Bank Holiday Monday. Okay, or watch perhaps. this. Place. Perhaps, maybe, maybe. Okay, okay. We can't it won't be a secret then. <laughs> keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. Uh, but I have to ask you as well because you know we've spoken a lot on this show about your your process and stuff. But you know you cover a lot of different topics. You know everything from as we said the nostalgic look back at childhood and balls grove to anger in response to the mother and baby homes. You had a great song uh, there about that. To hope again. You've songs for every emotion. Is it that you get riled up about something and you work it out in a song? Is that the process or does a song come to you because you felt a certain way? The riled up is a, is, is, it's a good energy. It's a really good energy. I think I think people when they when they start to attach themselves to a subject that they really feel strongly about the energy is there it's it's just a case of honing it in the right direction and yeah that's happened to me quite a few times I suppose there's there's two very strong energies in the in a lot in the next album one is that of nostalgia and of of purpose and kind of being proud of where you're from and then the other one is that it's about making a statement. I mean, one of the things I've continued on in this album that was in the last album was the statements about property and about about mm. kind of how things have evolved, and it's become probably a big election issue now. And I, I tend to I tend to follow my nose, but yeah, definitely getting riled up has 
<laughs> it helps with the cathartic process. Another message coming in. Well done, Sean. This is a song we all need to hear right now in these uncertain times. Brilliant. It really is. Sean, I wish you every success with the next album going forward. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thanks, Sinead. Thanks a million. Sean's debut album is called Dreaming Is Allowed. That is out on Spotify. Also, The Hope That Hope Will Give is out on Spotify again. Please download it from Spotify and listen to it there because that really supports artists like Sean. And you can check out the full Solo at Home series, including Sean's performance on YouTube, Drihid Arts Centre's YouTube channel. 11 to 1 on LMFM.